Hey, welcome to Simone Shay. It's Between the Weeks. With two freaks. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here to do the do. <laughs> do the do, baby. Do people remember those commercials? I do. All right. Well, to our younger listeners, that used to be Mountain Dew's catchphrase is mm-hmm. that one would do the do, which was supposed to be extreme sports. And we all know that it was uh, really staying up all night gaming. Extreme! Extreme diabetes! I was always more of a Surge fan. I was very upset when they went out of business and discontinued the Surge line. Um, I had a Mountain Dew slush in Alabama because I went to a gas station and three of the six slushy machines were Mountain Dew flavored. And I said... (laughs) When in Rome, yeah. this is what the locals do, but I couldn't make my way through it because it was very, very sugary. Yeah, I actually did find a surge when I went back to Michigan uh, with Deacon to visit his family. Tried it. Not good. It didn't hold up to your fond memories of it? No. Oh, that's a shame. Like so many things, as an adult, you realize it just wasn't that great. <laughs> Oh, so Sydney, oh, Jesus, what's going on? Um, well, you stalked me at work today. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, people <laughs> on our Instagram got to see it, and you got to see what it looks like when I'm surrounded by a hundred screaming sports fans. It was pretty crazy. I was like, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be locked in this bar for like over five hours. Yeah. Yeah, my football days. Crazy. My football days are about nine and a half hours of that, and yeah. uh, it's just full of uh, drunken garbage people. Except for you and your husband were there, and you're cool. Um, but cool people don't stay and watch sports for seven hours. No, uh, it's just really something else. Yeah, we uh, didn't get the game he wanted to see. The Packers weren't playing on the regular tv here at my house oh. so um he's like does sydney's bar have food and football and i said yes because when we schedule to record she's like fucking football <laughs> and i'm always like yep i know yeah I know. so we went there it was great uh, my favorite thing about sports fans is this, is that no matter like what game you have playing, somebody else will be like, I want this game on this TV because I yes. can't turn my fucking body. And it's like trying to make a bar full of sports fans happy is like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube. It's a big fucking situation. And they come in and they're like, oh, why aren't you playing the ASU game? Like this is or the Cardinals game. This is Arizona. Come on. This is ridiculous. And they, I'm like, well, hold on. I have seven different people whose drink orders I just took, and I'm going to bring them their drinks, and then I'll deal with this remote situation. And the person who wants to watch their fucking game is exploding. And I'm like, first of all, if you really want to see it, pay for the channels to watch yeah. it. Because I really want to see Walking Dead. You know what I do? I fucking pay for it so it comes right to my TV. I don't wait to, like... See, oh, maybe does someone upload a, a BitTorrent of it and I can rip a BitTorrent and hopefully it's in the right language? No. I fucking, <laughs> if you want what you want, fucking pay for it. Yeah. Otherwise, be willing to settle for second best. Also, I'm like, you're so emotionally invested in these sports games, but you couldn't run a mile if your life depended on it. And it's very interesting because I love athletes and a lot of my good friends are athletes mm-hmm. and I love working out and it's probably the only time I feel good. And um, 
sports fans on average are significantly more overweight than non-sports fans. And I, it's fascinating to me because they're living vicariously. They're so connected to this thing on their TV, but yet they're in no way athletic. I don't know. And I fucking hate, like, I just hate the whole football culture. But I have a friend who plays college football uh-huh. and he's one of the coolest fucking people I've ever met. And I've met several members of our local sports team, the Arizona Cardinals, and they're fucking dope as shit. So athletes are cool. Just their fans are rotten. Yeah. <laughs> your husband aside, obviously, because Thank I you. like your husband quite a bit. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I take embroidery to to the bar with me. Shu did bring embroidery <laughs> to the bar. She's working on these uh, uh, Simonche themed uh, embroidery pieces that are amazing. And you should check out our Instagram and Twitter if you want to peep that shit. Yeah, I'll be posting those. More often, more and more often. Which brings me to our thing that we... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. We're trying to raise money to support the show because it's expensive. Like, we have web hosting fees. We have equipment fees. Um, and we're, like, just to break even would be super yeah. cool. I was going to say, like, not so much to make money off the show, but just to pay for itself. Yeah. And to make it a self-sustaining organism because we have invested a lot into it. And so we're going to start. I know not everyone uses social media, but we're we use our Instagram a lot and Shu reposts everything from Instagram onto the Twitter. And so we're going to start doing flash sales where she'll post the Simone themed crafts and you can directly contact her and pay her for them. And that money will go to supporting the show. Um, We're also doing, uh, I guess we haven't decided on a price yet, but if you DM us and want to buy a set of Polaroids, We'll take them at our next recording session and mail those Polaroids to you. So you can get a set of Simone J Polaroids that are just for you. Like they're not, you'll get different pictures than anyone else. Yes. So originals. Um, so if that's stuff that you're interested in, you can DM us on Instagram or Twitter. You can email Simone J podcast at gmail.com. You can text me at 646-778-7743. If you have any naked pictures of your dad, you can send those to me and I'll let you know whether or not your dad is hot. So all of the things. All the things. And and horny season's just around the corner. So (laughs) keep an eye out or an ear out for that. I mean, it's it's not (laughs) until spring, but yes. It's, I mean, it's always horny season for me because I'm not sexually active. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's like just really uh, pent up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of pent up, <laughs> <laughs> uh, two days ago, well, a week ago, let's say, uh-huh. September 14th, Simone Che's one year anniversary. Yeah, we're a year old and it's weird. I just wanted to say it's been a delight and happy anniversary, Sydney. Um, (laughs) I love number one that we've been doing this consistently for a year, but number two, our anniversary is right before your wedding anniversary. Yes. So I'll always feel more important than your (laughs) husband. Make sure to tell him that. (laughs) I'm like, yo, Deke, 
You know whose anniversary is before yours? Mine. Uh, take that. Take that. What's that Teen Witch song? Oh, yeah. Take I that. don't really give up about trying to stop that. Take that. I, take that. I had that movie recorded on VHS off of TV, and it was the greatest thing in the entire world. If you haven't seen Teen Witch, please watch it. It is a classic. I remember watching it on the Disney Channel, like, growing up. It is so good. Maybe we can do a bonus episode where we watch Teen Witch, like, with the volume down or the subtitles on, and we just talk about it while we watch it, and we narrate our feelings in relation to it. Um, I've been listening to Race Chaser with Willem and Alaska, where they watch episodes they started at season one of rupaul's drag race and they do that they watch the episode with the sound off and they talk about it and they kind of give you a behind the scenes and recap it and it is so enjoyable it's like the day that race chaser comes out is a great day at the gym because i just have like an hour yeah um so maybe we'll do something like that with teen witch that'd be fun i love that movie yeah and she makes out and they play um oh what's the make out song it's like all jazzy. It's so jazzy and seductive. And then it's like that. And then her birth control pills fall out of her purse <laughs> oh, yeah. and her teacher shames her in class. Um, uh, it stars Robin Lively, older sister to Blake Lively. Yes. And this girl wants to be cool. She's a nerd. And she just is envious of all the cool kids at school. She has a crush on the most popular boy, of course. Uh huh. And he's nice, but he like is dating the head cheerleader. Always. Always. And so she finds out like on her birthday that she's a witch and her powers start showing themselves. And then she goes to this concert of like her favorite pop teen singer and the girl gives her her jacket. And she takes it home and puts it on and uses it in her spell to become the most popular girl at school. And there's a song in it that's like, I want to be the most popular girl. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of songs in in the movie. It's great. Um, but then she starts to realize that, like, just people liking you because you put a curse on them or a spell like isn't all it's cracked up to be basically okay here's a good summation of another example of how we would describe ourselves (laughs) you're more of the craft yes and i'm teen witch i would say that's accurate yeah because teen witch is like a brightly colored (laughs) yeah like 80s romp through witchery totally there's even like a part where she's like prancing in a meadow or something yep. i think oh yeah well she's dancing because she's got her powers and there's it's a montage yeah. <laughs> whereas i'm like come to me the whales they all died because it's a sign he sees me he sees me fuck yeah <laughs> you know nancy yeah i do know nancy <laughs> For is a balk. <laughs> yeah. She's she's an interesting character. She owns a witch shop in Hollywood, right? Yeah, she sells a lot of prints of herself. That's cool. Check out Feruza Balk's store. Okay. Just Google her. It's cool. Um wow, what else is new? <laughs> um, well, I got some shout outs to give. Okay. I've been, you know, I've been getting some 
hits from the listeners. We've been having conversations. Hit, so. hit me with your best shot. Kat Kushner. Woo woo. Woo woo. This one goes out to you, girl, and your kitty, Robbie. I hope his balls are gone and he feels great. <laughs> I know I felt great once my balls were gone. I Same. finally felt like a woman. <laughs> I said, damn, I feel like a woman. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, meow, meow. I was meowing because it was her cat. (laughs) That's good. See what I did there? I like it. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, been hitting up the DMs on Instagram, showing us some love. So thank you very much. Sliding into our DMs. Oh, oh. Like, yo, what up, girl? Yeah. Also, Ash. Thanks for hitting me up with that tarot book. Oh. Just sending me some recommendations. Doing some tarot just shit. Just being like, look at this book. It was really cool. She's like dope as fuck. Yeah, she's the very first person to ever contact our podcast. Yeah, and um, I I almost want to, just so you know, if you are a friend of the pod, you're like, you're family. So we welcome to the fam. Welcome to the fam. So I do follow back, all right? Y'all, I'm not too busy for that shit. I will yeah. follow back and get involved with your life. Ash has had the same boyfriend from age 14 to 18, and I am fascinated. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. That's just interesting. Yeah. Like, I, there are some young people who are like that where, like, it's great. I think it's great. I mean, yeah. No, I'm like, I just want to be like, how did that work? Like, yeah. How did you meet? What happened? And you're growing and you're changing together and you still love each other. Like, I did see some videos that they look like they were having fun. They have a great time together. It seems. Ash, hit us up and let us know, like, more about your relationship. Yeah, we just, I kind of want to If you know. don't mind. Well, because usually when you're young, like, things change so much and, like, just, it's not common. And so I'm always fascinated when people can grow up and like grow and change together yeah so totally tell tell us about your life tell us me and my high school boyfriend thought we were gonna like go to asu together move to tempe like have a party in tempe we were living in phoenix going to high school Mm -hmm. you know he dumped me like shortly after we had sex so that didn't work out uh, my high school boyfriend, um, well, I had two at the same time and oh, I never really made you. out with either one. Oh, okay. But like sometimes we'd like go to parties together. Um, <laughs> but one of them was gay. Okay. Uh, he was bi at the time and then it turned out that he was just straight up gay. Uh huh. So there was that. Yeah. Then my first boyfriend that I had sex with was gay for a while. Mm-hmm. And then... He had a fiance who was a lady and they just happened to be at a party. There was a hip hop show at my fiance's house and we were all wasted. And then we maybe had like a foursome, um, but mostly it was just me and the guy I lost my virginity to fiance getting it on mm-hmm. um, while he was in the corner and couldn't get a boner. So it's more of a threesome. And then my high school boyfriend was in the corner and then um, his fiance became obsessed with me and it ruined their engagement. And then he self-published a book in which he blamed me for his descent into nihilism. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I am i wasn't a great person when I was young. And most people aren't. But I don't yeah. really think I deserve all that blame. No. Because it's like, okay, yeah, we dated. 
when we were younger and like it didn't end well and then like yeah we had this weird scenario years later because tequila was involved but i'm i can't do anything about the fact that your chick got obsessed with me i didn't answer her calls so like i wasn't fueling that um but i'm glad you self-published a book (laughs) good for you yeah good for you i had a threesome once it was very awkward really yeah i didn't i did not enjoy it um i was like i was weirdly like into stuff like that when i was younger well i thought it was like cool it was my friend and is my best friend and her boyfriend and she wanted to do it for his birthday oh see now i'm out because i hate when well you know how much i hate (laughs) pleasing men yeah yeah um and then it was just weird because she was obviously not into it and she was just doing it for him yeah yeah. And then it just I wasn't attracted to him. It all around was just like I think he was the only one who was like excited about it happening. Um so breaking news. Oh. Uh it's important when you're having sex to be attracted to the person. Oh, uh, what? And if there isn't mutual <laughs> attraction, it just isn't great. Yeah, yeah. Um it's usually not going to be good if yeah. that attraction isn't there. Yeah, I was like really into that sort of stuff like I I it's weird to even use this term but I had a fiance and um I guess we just had a very hypersexual relationship but we were like super into you know if we go to party and we meet someone like Uh we'll see what happens um and it's just we had like a weird level of like trust and connection and that was like our thing and we were like when we're married we're gonna be the old swinger couple and it's so weird because that's so not me anymore. Yeah. I'm so milk toast, vanilla oh, yeah. sexually. But I guess, I mean, also I used to drink a lot, which is maybe part. There, it's a big part of the equation all around. Yes. And I think I used to be more open. Yeah. Make bisexual. you less inhibited. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I used to be like more like I am bisexual. So if me and my fiance meet someone like. We'll fool around uh-huh. like he's my main guy but we can yeah we can dabble or whatever and like you know now i'm just like a stuffy repressed suburbanite um I'm just looking for dad sticks i'm just looking for a daddy uh someone commented to me on twitter like we know you're sitting on those daddy dicks and i'm like first of all <laughs> i fucking wish but second of all i'm saving myself for my one true daddy my one true daddy uh yeah so a friend so a friend bought and mailed me a computer which is amazing because it's just like i don't know i can't even like i can't even thank them enough that's such an amazing thing thank you um but he i responded when he said oh it's in the mail here and i said thank you daddy and he's like whoa i'm a daddy now and i said you're over 45 and you bought me something very nice yeah that's a daddy that's a daddy that's a daddy zing zing daddy (laughs) thanks for the computer daddy oh my god yeah it's that's weird because we're friends so it's a weird thing for me to say to a friend very nice but also very very nice nice. yeah and Mm -hmm. so i have not called him daddy since oh good apparently he didn't like that Uh, all right what else is new um i watched You've got mail and sleepless in Seattle in the same day. Whoa, double hitter. Yeah. What's so, up with that? I just I just wanted you to know. 
Um, Parker Posey is in You Got Mail. Yes, she is. She's great. She plays Tom Hanks' girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That one's cool. Sleepless in Seattle. I totally forgot that Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks don't even meet till the very end uh-huh. of the movie. It's all through letters. Well, he doesn't even like know her at all the whole time. That's the like, best they relationship. They don't even interact. He doesn't even read her letter. He just gives it to his son. Oh, like, yeah, the kid does it all. He has no idea. He sees her one time standing in the middle of a street, and they both are, like, hypnotized by each other. Aww. It was pretty good. Um, wow. I, just, I love Meg Ryan. I love yeah, Tom Hanks. I love her. I, you know, like, do whatever the fuck you want to yourself. But I'm sad that she, like, plumped her face up so much with, like, her lips. She got a lot of lip she injections done. She really, she overdid it. It's just, like, she doesn't look like herself anymore. Um, So when I got my nose job, which was 15 years ago, and I, I had it done in New York, and the guy who did it was known to be, like, a celebrity guy, right? And so his office assistant was driving me and my fiancé to the airport afterwards, and I'm trying to pick her brain. And I said, so is it true that Dr. So-and-so did Michelle Pfeiffer's face? Because Michelle Pfeiffer had recently gotten work done and she looked amazing. And the office assistant said, oh, I can't comment on that. We, yeah. Uh, patient confidentiality, yada, yada, yada. And I said, did he do Meg Ryan? And she said, no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. That was oh. not us. Um, you know what I watched? Uh, we talked about it in an episode uh, when we talked about Keanu Reeves' movie, Sweet October. Yes. And then we talked about Autumn in New York, which is a similar movie, but with um, Winona Ryder. Richard Gere. And Richard Gere. So I was house-sitting, and Autumn in New York was on TV, oh. and I watched it. And it's just ridiculous like just growing up watching these movies about high society people thinking yeah like, that's how my life was going to turn out and it's like no bitch you're gonna live in a garage um <laughs> like you're not going to be meeting daddies who are taking you to museum balls or yeah. whatever but uh it was an enjoyable movie okay and very cheesy and romantic i don't know that i've seen that one. Oh, it's really good winona Ryder has a heart condition and okay. so she's she makes these stupid hats and then Richard Gere meets her and everyone's like, stay away from her. Like, you're old. You dated her mother. Oh, he did? Yeah, that was the side plot. Is So she's like, oh, you knew my mother. And he's like, I did know your mother. And then grandmother died or something. And grandma is like, you stay away from her. You broke her mother's heart. You stay away from her. But they're oh. drawn to each other. So he says, can you make me a hat? I have a date. So she brings the hat over and he goes, oh, you know what? My date canceled, but um, I have this dress. If you want to put it on, oh. it matches the hat that you made. You know what? I have seen this mm-hmm. movie. And then they, he's like a playboy and doesn't want to be in a relationship. And she's like, listen, I'm dying. So this is perfect. You don't want a relationship. I'm dying. Why don't we just do this for real? Because it's not going to last forever. Like, let's just be in love. And he's like, okay. And then it turns out he falls in love the playboy for any movie where you tame a playboy is like come on yeah what are the odds but also he was like 55 and she uh-huh. was 21 so that that young Richard gear is so weird because you can never tell how old he is because he's had white hair for like forever how fucking old are you richard gear 
I, apparently he's not super nice in real life. But That's what I've heard. He's kind of a dick. But sometimes I'm like, does that just mean he doesn't want to talk to fans? Because like it might be. 30 years of people coming up to you on the street, it's like, come yeah. on. Like, come the fuck on. Come on. How many people think I'm a fucking dick just because, like, I had pink hair for 12 years and strangers would be like, oh, how do you get your hair like that? And I'd be like, with fucking hair dye. And they'd be like, you make pink hair dye? They make, you know? And it's like, yeah. (laughs) What the fuck do you think I used on my hair? Just like every time you wear white nail polish, people go, is that white out? Like, no, Uh. it's fucking nail polish. I'm an adult. I didn't fucking paint my nails with white out. I'm not a toddler. Anyways, Richard Gere is so sexy. Okay. I can't. Like, I can't. He's, yeah, he's a good looking man. I would squirt all over that man. <laughs> she was so upset at what I'm saying. I like him in Runaway Bride. I like that okay. movie. Um, I mean, I like American Gigolo, uh, an yeah. o- officer and a gentleman, oh, I think, yeah. is that one. Uh-huh. Um, this movie, I just. Oh, he's so got those sleepy. Good. He has those sleepy eyes, which on me just makes me look tired and stoned. But on him, it makes him look very like bedroomy oh yeah oh take me to bed richard gear (laughs) the weirdest thing about this podcast is that when i say these gross things we're looking at each other's faces (laughs) i know and i have this issue where like i can't help but make direct eye contact with people like i try to look away when i say a horrible thing shoe i'm not trying to also try to look away It makes a lot of people uncomfortable because I'm always, like, just making direct eye contact. That's their fucking problem. Yeah, it is. I like to connect when I'm talking to people. Eye contact is important. I think I want to maybe just have a day where I just watch movies where people die. Like, you know, like, love movies? We'll do Sweet November, Autumn in New York. City of Angels. What's I, which I've never seen. What's the oh. one with Deborah Winger? Um, in terms of endearment, I've oh, never okay. seen that. Yeah, we could do some. Uh, what's the one where they go being in love or love means never having to say you're sorry? What's that one? Someone oh, dies in that. I don't know. That's a still cl- magnolias. No, that that one's like fried green tomatoes. No, it's Ryan O'Neill. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um. Um, so anyways, <laughs> we'll just watch those. Well, I started the day wanting to watch. I've been having a bit of a hard time just with life, with life. And whenever I'm feeling a little down, I like to watch Working Girl. Yeah, that's a with good Melanie one. Melanie Griffith. It's the they only have one song in that entire movie. What? Did you know that? Well, that was an era where they still made custom soundtracks. Yeah. To movies it's like the river run or something yeah run, the river run let all the something no i know the song <laughs> you're singing i just wasn't gonna come on sydney i wasn't going to acknowledge it because i wanted uh, you to keep going <laughs> okay <laughs> no what movie was i watching uh, recently and i was like it was from the 90s and i thought to myself oh this is when they still had orchestral soundtracks Oh, because now it's all it's all sampled songs like pop songs. Yeah, not not a lot of movies have uh, like a fully original score. Yeah. OK, I'm I'm Googling. Fuck you, Google. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to her. Um, I Googled love means never having to say you're sorry. It popped right up. It said movie. Yeah. People are wanting to know. Um, it's a famous movie quote. 
Yeah. It's Ally McGraw and Ryan O'Neill, I think. Yeah, it is. Oh, what movie is it, though? I'm not seeing this here. Oh, man. I'm not seeing the name of it, Sydney. It looks good, though. How are you not? Just click on images and it'll show you the movie box cover. It's not. It's just showing me all of these stills of this girl's face and she's going, love means never having to say you're sorry. Oh, man. Okay. Let's see. Um... <laughs> this is is this thrilling to everyone involved? We're love really... story. It's called oh. Love Story. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know I like Barefoot in the Park. I've never seen that. It's Robert Redford's in it. I oh. think uh, Jane Fonda. I love Jane Fonda. I love Jane Fonda too. I really like Barbarella. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's an amazing movie. Everyone, check out Jane Fonda. Check out Jane Fonda. Check out Barbarella. Listen to you must remember this their series. Um, where they did Gene Seberg and Jane Fonda's yes. parallel yet different careers. That was the good, it good was series. Good stuff. Yeah, Gene mm-hmm. and Jane, Gene and Jane. Karina Longsworth. Speaking of, is back with a new season of You Must Remember This, where they're fact checking the book Hollywood Babylon. Yes, I've been listening. It's really good. I fucking love it because basically, like being an actor used to, if you wanted to be an actress. It was like saying, I want to be a prostitute. And it was really looked down upon. And then this book came out saying, these people are all just sinners and they're sexing and murdering and drugs and debauchery, which is somewhat true. Yeah. I mean, Clark Gable did kill someone. Um, And then he paid that guy to go to jail for him. Yeah. Or the studio did. Things happen. Things do happen. But uh I don't know where he's going with that. It's good. You it's must good remember series. this is the best. Yeah, I love her voice. Mm-hmm. She narrates very well. Yes. It's what I thought I would sound like when I decided to start a podcast. And instead, we just sound like <laughs> two stony millennials, which is kind of accurate. Oh, uh, yes. I am technically a millennial. So am I. I am an elder millennial. Yes. Just like Eliza Schlesinger. Yes. That's the title of her new special. Yes. Which I have not seen. Me neither. But it looks funny. It looks funny. It looks good. She's funny. She's a funny gal. Nikki Glaser is going to be on this new season of Dancing with the Stars. What? Yeah. She's been... I started following her on Instagram and she's been posting about it. What? Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Let me... Okay. Can I just tell the listeners... A little behind the scenes of Simone J. Okay. Um, Fine. Give away our secret. We usually record between the weeks and the main episode on the same night. So our two episodes for the week we do on the same night. And I'm a little behind on research because fucking football, man. Um, And so I asked Shu if we could record a day later. And she said, well, that's the Emmys. (laughs) And I don't know anyone other than Uh. you. That makes a night of watching award shows. I used to do that when I was in junior high for sure. And it's like, oh, it's Oscar night or whatever. Get let's get the snacks ready. Let's get get our lives together, hunker down, see what's popping. But I feel like people don't watch award shows anymore because they just watch the headlines the next day. Right. But no, you're committed. You have viewing parties for these things. Yes. It started last year when me and two of my other girlfriends got together and we watched the Emmys and we watched some other awards. I think maybe watched the Grammys Mm -hmm. together 
And then we're like, we should do this every year. Ah. And so we were just texting about it like right before you and I talked about our recording schedule. So I was like, oh, man, well, we were going to try to watch the Emmys tomorrow. But actually, like, we're all getting out of work too late. Like, I think we're all going to miss it. Oh, bummer. Um, So but I think they put it on Hulu. So we're just going to. Get schedule together it for and- later in the week. Okay. And one of my girlfriends who does this with us lives in Milwaukee now. Um, she's the one I went to her wedding in okay. Colorado. And so we're going to FaceTime with her. And oh, how fun. Yeah. Because we're like, we're still, we're yeah. still here. So, but yeah, I do love watching award shows. I love the red carpets. Mm-hmm. Um, I cry. I cry sometimes. I fucking cry at commercials. Like, I don't know what show we were watching the other day, but I started, like, I was fake crying, like, because it was really emotional. I was like, eh. <laughs> and then I just, like, suddenly started for real crying. Wow. And Deacon looked over and he's like, I thought you were faking it. And I was like, I was. That is so good. Uh. And then I just, I kept crying. Wow. Yeah, I... I don't know when that happened because I used to not give a shit about anything and like nothing could make me cry. Dude. Now, like, just say like love. It's it's your age because I think I told you when I was 29, 30 was when I just started crying because I was happy. I just became so much more emotional. And that was the same time that my gynecologist said, hey, your fertility is in overdrive because your body is like, let's have a baby now. This is our last hurrah. Like, yeah. Because, you know, after 35, it's a geriatric pregnancy. Yes. So she's like, when you are a woman of a certain age, and I'm 29, when you're a woman <laughs> of a certain age and you haven't had children yet, your body gets turned up and it's like, let's do this shit. And she's like, you are like ovulating nonstop. Your body is like pushing for a baby. Oh, and shit. so I became this person who would cry because like things were beautiful and things were. Yeah. Like, I just became so much more emotional because I used to never cry at anything ever. Oh, maybe that's what's happening. And then I started like I just like one time I cried in a professor's office at school just because like. I don't know. I was thanking them. I was like, yeah, I just want they've been so helpful in all this, oh this project that you're helping with. <laughs> like one semester between it was my last hurrah of my abusive relationship and then, you know, not sleeping. And because I, I would sleep in the computer lab like my last semester of college, like. We had 24-hour lab access, and I would, like, animate for eight hours and then sleep in a cubicle and then wake up and animate, like... Oh, okay. So I was a little bit bananas, but, yeah, I, like, cried in a lot of professors' offices and would be like, <laughs> I just, you're just helping me so much discover myself. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, God, it was so embarrassing. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just really fertile. <laughs> I guess that's what's happening, because, like, my first semester of college, uh, my at the end of my English class, I, like went up to my teacher and thanked her and like got really like teary-eyed and was like this has been a great experience (laughs) it's fucking english like (laughs) a prereq it's nothing like what am i talking about and then um i told you how like i went to talk to my boss and complain about one of my coworkers being a bitch and i just started crying like i tried so hard not to i 
made my hands into little fists and shoved them against my eyes. The little like toddler fists. Yeah, and I just put them against my eyelids and was like, I'm just so frustrated. I don't even know I'm crying. This is dumb. And I was like, and then I just cried. Because the harder you try to not cry, yeah, the harder you're going to cry. Oh, it's so true. Oh, man. Man, man I feel like a woman. Meow, 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 meow. Let's go, cats. <laughs> Shu and I were uh, in a band called Feline Trouble that did songs yeah. about cats and dicks. <laughs> I like how... I feel like the basis for that was like we were in a band previously before that called Female Trouble. We were in an all-girl punk band called Female Trouble. And, and then we reconstituted with Shu and I from that band and then these other girls and one of the other girls wrote a lot of songs about cats. And I said, let's just do all of our songs. Yeah. And then we called it Feline Trouble. Just to make it easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for the, the third iteration. Whoa, what could it be? If anyone has any ideas for the third iteration of this. Also, like, just if you want to see female trouble, Google uh, or go to YouTube and look up Big Bag of Dicks. Yeah. I think it's like the only video we have on YouTube that's like actually of us playing. If you go to my YouTube channel, there's videos of feline trouble. Oh, okay. So, youtube.com slash Sydney DeLorean. That's fun. Yeah. There's also our promo video for Horny Season. And I have a computer again, which means we can make another video. Oh, I can't wait. What? Another video. Content for the internet? (laughs) We need to have a sound drop uh, of you saying, content for the internet? The sounds abound when the mouth is round. That's just a little behind the scenes. That's my warm up. Shoot us vocal exercises. <laughs> I was taking a nap before you came over and my husband came in the bedroom and was like, hey, get up. You better like warm your voice up and shit because you're all sleepy right now. Oh, and you're really sweaty, too. <laughs> like, fuck you. Dude, what a good husband though he's like supportive he cares about your yeah. voice sounding good he's not like oh isn't your friend coming over for that thing you do no he loves simone che. he he doesn't listen he's never listened to one single episode but he does support it and loves it i um, love it and he really you know wants us to just have all the success which is he gives me tons of tips and yeah. i always i always just go listen to an episode and then maybe I'll take some advice yeah, from you. Yeah, that's... But also, I appreciate your thoughts. I appreciate that you care about it. Yeah. Um, so. You know what I don't like is when people are like, how do I find your show? And I'm like, iTunes, SoundCloud. Yeah. Tune in. We looked into Overcast. putting it on Spotify, but they... Um, they don't... They don't... Ex- okay, we host on SoundCloud. Spotify does not accept RSS feeds from soundcloud i don't think that spotify constitutes a larger like a large enough body of our listening listenership to change our hosting and then have to move all of the episodes over because that'll fuck up everyone else's feed whatever so i just think like when people are like oh i only listen the only app i ever listen to anything on is spotify i only listen to it's all my music all my podcasts in one I'm like, well, you're a fucking idiot because Overcast is an amazing app 
And that's what I use for podcasts. You can also just listen on your browser. Yeah. Like you can use the SoundCloud browser on your phone and not download an app. Like there are all these options. I have a friend who uses their Kindle Fire at home on a Wi-Fi and they listen the day the show drops. That's fun. Like, and so I've had people say, I don't know how to find your show. I just really want to find your show. And I'll grab their phone. I'll open the app, like their podcast app. I'll show them how to subscribe to a podcast. And they'll be like, okay, cool. And then like next time they're like, I don't know how to find your show. And I'll send them a link and they'll listen to one episode. And then I'll see them weeks later and they'll say, oh, yeah, I don't know. You need to send me that new episode you talked about. And I'm like, I can't help you. Like, I, if you want to listen you will figure out how to do it because I've helped you all that I can. I'm not going to send you links every single time I post a new episode because it's really easy to subscribe to podcasts. Yeah. Like maybe eventually when we have enough listeners, we'll do like a mail letter or something that maybe we would possibly put a link but well, for what for not. our fucking grandparents yeah why would you need a new link Grandpa every day wants to know this is the thing about <laughs> about podcast hosting is it generates an rss feed that feeds automatically to every third party podcast app so you can either listen in your itunes on your computer or your browser on soundcloud yeah or you can use literally any other podcast app and we're on it like there are podcast apps i've never heard of we're fucking on them because they pick up the rss feed i don't know how the fuck it works but it's out there like you'll find all these random websites that generate they basically they're websites where people propagate rss feeds from other content and so people say are looking for Simone Shea and they pull up Wimbley and they listen to Simone Shea via Wimbley and there's an ad in the corner and whoever the fuck runs Wimbley gets one cent for showing the ad to Simone Shea listeners. Oh. So like we're on all sorts of platforms that we don't even intentionally yeah. put ourselves on. We're out there for you. Don't tell me you can't find us. You're just not looking hard enough. You and don't really want it. If you're listening to this, like, good, good job. I know. I'm just yelling at the people who aren't listening. (laughs) But I'm glad your husband supports the podcast. Yeah, he does. He's a fan. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. He said something the other day about, like, we need someone to do, like, production. And I was like, because he just listens to, like, really popular podcasts. Uh And he's like, you need a team. And I'm like. I fucking asked you to do it, and you said no, so fuck off. Like, number one. But we're doing fine We don't have it, a budget so. to pay for a team, and well, we're no. not. And that's there's ty- there's different types of podcasts. Like, there are the ones that are from networks and are highly produced, and there are the ones that are just people talking. And one of my favorite podcasts from the early days of podcasts that, like, when there weren't a million out there was Pete Holmes's show. His episodes are three hours long of him just talking to someone for three hours. Oh, my God. Really? I've never listened to his show. I was I used to be addicted to it, but the episodes are all three hours long. And it's just him having a conversation, just hanging out with someone for three hours. It's a great podcast. And I had someone write us um, a couple of weeks ago saying they actually listen not because they care about the topics or the information. Like if they wanted that, they would go to How Stuff Works. Um, they listen because they used to be, they're like a huge Stern fan and they like just listening to people have a good time and shoot the shit. 
And that's what they come to Simone Che for, which oh, doesn't need a producer. Fun. Yeah. They're like, for me, yeah. your show is more along the lines of Stern, where I'm just listening to these characters that I like hang oh, out together. Wow. What a compliment. I know. And it's from someone who never says nice things ever. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I see you. You are seen. You are heard. Yes. What's up, Phil? What is up? Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just told him, like, you know, you can either find us that person who wants to do it for free. You know how to do these things. I asked you. You said no. Mm -hmm. And so, also, again, you can listen and then really tell me what you think. Um, But until then, just give me a kiss. Yeah. And let's eat some dinner. Yeah, that sounds, that's, that's right. I would totally be into having an audio um, engineer. Yes. An and audio I think engineer. That's more yeah. what he was talking about, like, is just having someone listening to and adjusting the do levels. Things. Yeah. If someone who has fucking Pro Tools wants to and has like a multi track board um, wants to produce our show, that would be amazing. We run our mics into a mixing board and then run a single line of the mix from the board to the computer. None of this is interesting to anyone. This is a real behind-the-scenes episode. Yeah. Behind, I like it. Yeah, behind the scenes. Uh, but anyways, yeah. so yeah, I mean, if someone had, you know, Pro Tools mm-hmm. and a multi-track, like, setup, like, that would be great. That's not what we have. I don't have thousands of dollars for that. No, and but I one don't, day. Well, and I also, like, don't... Who even gives a shit? Who gives a shit? So that's, yeah, I mean, I would be open to having an audio engineer, but until then, I think we're doing just fine. We've got hungry eyes. I see the connection between you and I. I've got flabby thighs. (laughs) That's what I sing every time I sing that song. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I love um, that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. I saw it in the theater like twice Last year or the year before, because they were doing the 30th anniversary thing. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Oh. 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 Their bodies, the way they move together. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Mm. Mm. Talk about a daddy situation, because she was supposed to be 18, and he was in his 20s. Yeah. He was a grown man, and she was a little baby girl. She was like, Johnny, I want you, Johnny. I've never wanted anything in my life like I want you. And then he's like, he's like, I was nothing. And when those women, they put money in my hands, it makes me feel like something. You'll never understand, baby. You got everything. You can never understand. And he goes to his dad. He's like, it was a misunderstanding. The dad didn't know. Yeah. Oh, God. Watch that movie. Watch. 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 Okay. Watch Working Girl. Watch Dirty Dancing. You've got mail. Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> Sweet November. Autumn in New York. And City of Angels. You've just received your curriculum for the month of <laughs> September. And guess what? We'll never talk about them again. Yeah, fuck yeah, we will. Yeah, we totally will. Most importantly, we will do a Teen Witch episode. Yes, we so. will. Oh, right. that little brother. Oh, shit, <laughs> I don't remember him Louise. He has all the desserts and the food, and she turns them into a dog. <laughs> you have such a good memory. Uh, I can't even remember the name of people after I stop sleeping with them, but you can remember <laughs> Teen Witch. 
right. All right. Well, anything else? Are we done? <laughs> this is like an hour long between the weeks, <laughs> oh which is usually God. a 20 minute episode. I'm so sorry. And it's I, fine. I hope you've all enjoyed. Um, hopefully this helps you get your week going or whenever you're listening to this. Like, I hope you're like feeling pumped up. Maybe it helped you fall asleep. You just wanted to listen to two chicks. The jams. Pump it up. Let your body do the boom booms. <laughs> That's my own version. I was thinking like maybe you just wanted to listen to two people ramble. Uh, a place to it. Get your booty on the floor tonight. Simone Che. Simone Che. Simone Che. Simone Che. Simone Che.